Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry, CEO of Origin Clear, and welcome to the podcast Water is the New Gold, which is based on a briefing that I give every week in a webinar, and it really explores how water is changing disruptions. Go ahead, give a listen, and stay tuned. Okay, everyone, Riggs Eckleberry here. What we have here is um, a couple things that are developing. I discussed this this morning in the CEO update, and I also discussed it later on Money TV. And I really recommend you to go ahead and check Money TV when it comes out um, later tonight or early tomorrow morning. But it basically follows up on the CEO update that I had. So first of all, the sleeper product that we have discovered in the first half of 2019 is not what we expected at all. Frankly, it's a product that we kind of look down upon because it's so damn simple. A pump station is basically a vertical shaft with a pump at the bottom. And sorry, we're having very bad success here, which is why I'm literally driving my car to a different part of this particular part of town just so that I can get more predictable service. I apologize and I thank you for your patience. So, pump stations, also called lifting stations. This is something that is an extremely simple device that we have looked down upon for, well, ever since we started Modular Water Systems a year ago. And uh, we kind of were dismissive of it because it's not world changing. It's a very simple device. It's a shaft with a pump at the bottom. It can be a wet well or it can be a dry well. And as I was saying earlier, you can um, look it up by Googling lifting station EPA. And there's a very good introduction by the EPA on how these things work with nice diagrams and so forth. Anyway, so modular water systems does two things. Um, they do these pump stations and they also do wastewater treatment plants, WWTPs. And the wastewater treatment plants and the pump stations both use the same armature or shell, uh, which is a rigid thermoplastic reinforced sort of honeycomb structure that is designed to last easily 100 years, perhaps more. And it's commonly used as pipeline material. So, you know, to carry oil and water and so forth from one place to another. And as a result, it's extremely durable. Uh, Dan Early had the brilliant idea years ago of adopting this as a package, an instant package for these water systems. And so you really have two categories of activity. One is treatment, and the other was, and one is conveyance. Pump stations are about conveyance. We're not in the pipeline business because that's a very, um, very much tied in with municipalities and so forth. But we are in the pump station business because those are everywhere. They're private commercial, they're uh, residential, agricultural, they are used by municipalities, you name it. Everybody uses a pump station or lifting station, terms are synonymous, to move water around. Um, and they are the point of failure in any water network. Why? Because, of course, they are um, a point of connection between pipes. Pipes don't rupture a lot. They do rupture, but they rupture a lot less than pump stations. Pump and pump stations, lifting stations tend to degrade because of the material used. They, they fall apart. They start to leak. 
And as a result, fully 35% worldwide of all water generated is lost. It's called non-revenue water, NRW. This is water that uh, is not available to people, and it's also water that cannot be charged for, which is a problem. In fact, if that number were reduced nearly by half, then 100 million more people, 100 million more people would have drinkable water. So it's a big problem. Um, pump stations fall apart because, of course, they're built out of concrete. And because there's a lot of water around, the concrete falls apart. Um, and uh, if it's steel, it's just as bad. Fiberglass, all these things fall apart in the presence of water. But this thermoplastic is extremely resistant to any kind of degradation, corrosion, leakage, you, call, you name it. So it's a very, very good material. Now, for modular water systems, our brand, uh, pump station is a very simple thing. Uh, we already have the, the shaft material because that's what we use, these pipeline material. And then we simply um, source the appropriate pump that the client needs for the application. There's, it's a huge market, about $66 billion market for pumps alone. And it, um, there's centrifugal pumps, there's a variety of pumps depending on the application. For example, there can be submersible pumps if you're using a wet application. Um, also, there's connectivity. These, pu these pumping stations increasingly are monitored by a network operating center, operations center, NOC, NOC. And so you have um, sort of an internet um, side to it all where you know what's happening throughout your network of lifting stations. So we were kind of like, when we first got this, we were excited about the wastewater treatment side, which is the same shaft but laid on its side. It's kind of like a submarine with, um, you know, sort of things popping out of the top and a chamber at the end. And you go in and there's various um, partitions inside that are built out of plastic and all the different uh, filters and so forth are inside that, that um, container. And that's a much more complicated product than a pump stage. Well, of course, we were thinking that the world would want something more, more complicated, and they do, but it's a slower sell. Why? Because the consultants, the consulting engineers get involved, and there's, you know, water, you know, what, what, what devices are to be used, there's a whole bunch of design work, um, and so as a result, these things tend to turn around slower. Now, a pump, sta uh, pump station is going to run from about $50,000 to about $500,000. And a wastewater treatment plant is going to start about $50,000, like we sold in the very first sale we made last year, which was a brewery. That was about $66,000. And it goes up to about $2 million. So the, you can get some really good stuff out of wastewater treatment plants. But remember, it's a long sale, and it's a lot of design work and a lot of consultation. A lot of people get together. And, waste a lot of time because that's why they get paid. So now, early this year, we also, Bill Charneski and Dan Early and Mark Stevens got together and they decided to dramatically increase the number of sales reps, which at the time they had four each, four sales, four manufacturing reps. These are organizations and like there's one in Illinois that there's actually two in Illinois that are prominent and they represent your product line to 
various you know um, end users, be they municipalities or corporations or whatever, and they get um, a commission for bringing the business in. So they're out there basically looking for stuff that will sell well, and we dramatically increase the number of manufacturers rep organizations. I believe we now have 18, and um, it adds up to about 70 reps on the phone who are representing Origin Clear and Modular Water Systems and Progressive Water Treatment. Well, what business do they start sending to us? The pump stations. Why? Because they sell like hotcakes. They're quick sell, they're simple, and they get their commission. So as a direct result of, of Bill Charneski running around and making deals to sign up these sales reps, we got all of these um, opportunities. And every single opportunity generated in the first half of 2019 has been a pump station. Now, we have wastewater treatment plants in our forecast for 2019, for sure. And they're very nice. Some of them are pretty big, 350000 Dollars is very typical. And so we like those. We like those a lot. Remember that modular water systems is completely, you know, um, it, it, it's brand new income. We've been operating with progressive water, and now we bring modular water systems in that is completely incremental to what we had already. So any revenue is good revenue, but these wastewater treatment plants will generate, you know, a chunk of money. But guess what? The pump stations are going to keep increasing. They are the business that's being done. So Origin Clear has always been about exciting new technology and so forth. But at the same time, you know, we have a duty to our shareholders to deliver revenue and profits. And there ain't nothing wrong with doing something highly standardized, doing it well, and delivering something that is more durable, that is up to 35% cheaper, and that is deliverable very quickly. And the more we do that, the more of a reputation we get for it, the more the buzz gets around and the more business we have. So that's, that's really exciting. And uh, it was a discovery we made and we're rapidly following up on it with all kinds of campaigns to um, get people going, uh, potential users, you know, becoming signed up through sales reps and also directly into our sales funnel. So very, very exciting business. Um, and the the fact is is that um, progressive water treatment continues to do good solid business with custom systems, but it's much harder to scale because everything is custom, right? Oh, we want a pool cleaning system, you know, clean out all the pool water and recycle it. Yeah, so that was invented for one particular customer who's buying six of them, but that's it. It's not going to turn into a mass product. So. Um, that's where the modular water systems product line is really, really critical because it scales up. Now, um, we're not on next Thursday because of the 4th of July, but the week after, I'm going to be talking to you about some great things happening with international product sales and so forth. Um, but you heard last week from me about this major shipment that was made in Asia. And what we're doing is we're... What was shipped was uh, the enhancement of a very basic water system, which is called the Dissolved Air Flotation, DAF. And as the name implies, it's basically a way to bubble water up from the bottom of a tank, and it basically pushes all the crud to the top so it can be raked off easily. Well, we do it better because we do it with electric bubbles. 
So we generate these little micro bubbles and it's a cloud of these bubbles. It's much more efficient because the air bubbles are much, much bigger. And so the, they're not as efficient at getting the, the mass of material up. But guess what? The water industry knows the DAF industry. They know how it works and they're comfortable with it. And so we've run into this big problem of getting them to accept this new thing. Well, the breakthrough was when the, our Malaysian partners, and we have a joint venture there in which we have a, uh, equity ownership, they had this bright idea of combining the two. So it's nothing new. Hey, it's a dissolved air flotation system, but it's better. So it kind of like deals with this acceptance problem. And that's when we realized that and a couple of other projects uh, made us realize that the add-on method for our, new for our own special technology is really the way to go because this um, add-on technology go rides on top of something that's already been accepted. So the acceptance problem just goes away. This is freaking brilliant. So we, we made uh, the shipment uh, and the manufacturer, Jorsun, was, got very excited. They sell a lot of DAFs and they got very excited about selling those as an original equipment manufacturer, an OEM, meaning that it would be Jorasun DAF powered by Origin Clear. And they, they, we are in discussions now to let them private label our technology. And of course, we are going to carry this as well. So it's both, uh, it's a win for both the private labeling, which will get the sales going. But they won't have an exclusive. We will have the ability, of course, to take this out. Remember, this is our patented technology. So where we don't give the approval to do it, guess what? People can't do it. And we do intend to enforce that. All right. So that is the strategy that's going on with International. I'll be able to talk about it more after the 4th of July break because we hope to make an announcement around that whole thing. There's another one I can talk about that our Indian partner is working on with us that is incredibly exciting and that targets another huge market for conventional materials in wastewater. And finally, there's a third one that is does not specifically involve international partners. It involves the home water treatment marketplace. And I'm super excited about this. You may have heard in the past that we were interested in entering the home water treatment marketplace. And I was talking a lot about this at the end of 2018 and into 2019. And it's exciting, but it's also daunting. Why? Because there's big players in the consumer channels. There's people like Culligan and Pelican and so forth. And these people have a lot of vested interest in protecting what they do. And they own a lot of relationships and installers um, in, the, in the consumer markets. Um, and so our idea of going up against them was like, yeah, okay, wow that's going to take a lot of capital. The breakthrough was when we realized that, hey, we can just take this little, one little function, which is advanced oxidation plus, AOX plus, which generates a lot of these highly reactive oxidants, and oxidants basically bind with any contaminant, right? So these oxidants called hydroxyl radical, the hydroxyl radical is basically OH uh, in a, that, that is so unstable that it literally has to grab onto something within nanoseconds of being created. So you create it uh, however you create it. We create it by, through an electrochemical reaction. And 
right there on the spot in real time, it grabs, it, it latches onto a contaminant and the contaminant now becomes mere ash. It just goes away. It's nothing, it's inert. And we know that um, the hydroxyl radical is far more efficient than things like chlorine and hydrogen peroxide and UV and all that. And it completely disappears. It has no byproducts, which chlorine does. So it's, it's a fantastic uh, oxidant, a fantastic way to nuke these contaminants. And it's particularly important when you talk about Roundup. Those of you who are around uh, 2016, when I was working uh, in 2017, especially we were working hard on the microtoxins and how exciting it was and we could do something about Roundup. At the time, we, we were not able to get traction for it on the industrial side and we put it aside and we continued to sell that technology, especially in China, for ammonia reduction. That's what worked. Don't ask me why, but that's what worked. So getting ammonia out of industrial water has been our uh, revenue application for AOX. And AOX Plus was, didn't yet find its place in the world. Now we've identified this really elegant way of, and I call it the Roundup Killer, because while it nukes a lot of contaminants, the one really, really important one that it nukes, um, based on our testing, is Monsanto's Roundup, which is known as glyphosate. Glyphosate is the weed killer or um, pesticide. Now, I want to say that glyphosate or Roundup, when used on label, is not a particularly damaging, it's actually fairly safe pesticide, and Monsanto keeps saying that. The problem is, is that the uh, farmers all over America and the world are using Roundup in an off-label way, which Monsanto kind of winks, winks, and lets them do because it uses huge quantities of the stuff. And that is that normally it's a weed killer, and it is, does not kill the crops that are trained to survive it. Remember uh, genetically modified GMO crops? Well, those crops are specifically um, you know, created to these crops are specifically designed um, genetically to withstand Roundup. Well, they use such huge quantities of the Roundup, hundreds of times more, that they kill the crops themselves. Wheat, soy, corn are the main ones. There's many more. But they, they kill them in order to, so that they dry out fast for harvest. So they, it's called desiccation. If they desiccate these, these um, crops really fast, and they'll, they'll gain a couple of weeks in the harvest process. That is what is putting huge amounts of Roundup into, first of all, the water table, because guess what? When they sprinkle it on top of all of the crops, that percolates down into the water table, into the aquifer. And of course, it ends up in the food. Now, we're not doing anything about the food, but we're certainly interested in getting it out of the water. There's a lot of awareness of this. There's cancer, uh, there's been some major cancer awards. If you Google Roundup, bang, you'll get a couple invitations to join a class action suit if you've been wronged by Roundup, um, which I don't wish on anybody because it's a brain cancer, glioblastoma, typically, and uh, it's not pretty stuff. Back in a couple of years ago, we were working with a prominent doctor in the Midwest who was seeing farmers come in with these brain cancers and it was clearly linked to the Roundup that they were applying. 
and he became a strong supporter of ours and remains not only a strong supporter, but as well an investor. Uh, we're going to bring him back into the picture because here's the plan. Instead of creating an entire home water treatment system, we're going to take this one functionality and take our current prototype, which um, was demonstrated by uh, J.L. Kindler a few months ago, um, and you'll see an image on our homepage of that prototype, and we are going to productize that home that, that, that prototype so that it can have, um, so it's an engineered product, right? That it, to go from prototype to a product is a process and we have to do that. But let's assume now that we have a viable device that plugs into an under sink water treatment system or a whole home water treatment system, existing one. It just plugs in, boom, and all of a sudden it's doing its job. And it's at the very tail end of all the other treatment that's done with the membranes and this and that. And it will absolutely take out the last bit. But, you know, not just Roundup, but also hormones, uh, any drugs that are still in there, you know, Viagra, Viagra Prozac, um, you know, the estrogens that grow breasts on men and on dogs and so forth. And even interesting things like, um, like uh, there's cysts called cryptosporidia that are out there. They're very hard to break up and we can help break those up. The bottom line is, is it can be very targeted and it can be sold into the installer market as an aftermarket sale because these installers are constantly looking for things that they can upsell their customer base onto um, when they come around and do their once a year or twice or every other year maintenance. They come around and they want to sell you more stuff. So that's where it starts. And of course, like what we're doing with Jorsun, it will end up you know, we certainly plan on it also being private labeled by the big guys. And that is the fastest way to save lives with this technology. And what I recognized was we do a lot of great work in industrial, agricultural, commercial, et cetera. But this one thing is so important from a point of view of public health and keeping people out of danger that is probably the most targeted thing we can do to help the humanity, right? Now, how are we going to do this? Now, here's another interesting part. One of the things that's bugged us for years has been the fact that only accredited investors can invest in our private placements. Okay, well, we can find the accredited investors and we can, they'll invest, but it is a big disadvantage for the person who happens to be unaccredited. I mean, one of one person wanted to invest, and he had all of his cash. He had more than a million dollars into his home, but because it was in his home, it could not be counted. So he owned his home outright. Well, that didn't work. So the 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 reality is is that a lot of people were not able to take advantage of really these preferential relationships, and I think it's a terrible thing. Well, it was fixed in 2013 with something called the Jobs Act. The Jobs Act is a way for um, regular unaccredited investors to come in and invest in these, um, these these rounds, right? So we've been looking at this for a long time, about three years now, we've been trying to get into the Regulation A marketplace, which allows you to raise up to $50 million from unaccredited investors. There's a limit to how much they can invest from their annual income, something like 10%, but it's plenty. They, they can invest easily, you know, Actually, it's more than 10%. It's some percentage. 
but there's limits. But the point is, is that they can invest, I think it's actually half, uh, without having to prove they're accredited. But here's the big but. These people are consumers. It has to be something that resonates as consumer crowdfunding, just like stuff you run into on Kickstarter or Indiegogo. It needs to be something that people get like, wow, that's cool, and they invest in it. And so, right, you, you get one of these uh, devices for yourself. You buy one, and it kind of funds the whole thing, and everybody's happy. Well, if you do that on the uh, equity side, if you do that on the um, uh, you know, investor side, then they will get a share of the company. You can maybe give them the device, et cetera. But it's got to be something exciting. And we believe that this is something that is going to be exciting to the unaccredited investors. Um, so that, I believe, is how we're going to roll this out. We're going to create this product and we're going to do an offering that for the first time is going to be open to the accredited and unaccredited investor alike. And I believe it's going to fund it um, sufficiently that we can roll this out pretty soon. And of course, every Origin Clear investor will have, whether they invest in this new thing or not, of course, they will be shareholders in this because it's technology that we invented on your dime, so to speak. So that's what's going on in terms of the Roundup Killer. I'm very excited about it. You'll be hearing more about it in the months to come. Um, but it's um, something that I'm going to have to do entirely outside of the regular team because I don't want them distracted. Right now, what Tom Marchesello and I have figured out is that we want to have um, a, each division focused on what it does, not a lot of distraction. We're locking it down and making sure that we proceed in a very orderly fashion. And all the new stuff is not going to be done by the three business units. Three business units are, of course, the Modular Water Systems brand, the product line, uh, headed by Dan Early, um, the Progressive Water Treatment line, which is headed by Mark Stevens, and Origin Clear Technologies, which is headed by Bill Charneski. Um, and while there's a lot of stuff in Origin Clear Technologies, Bill is focusing on getting revenue from our international network primarily. Everything else is going to be done outside of that box uh, as special projects between me and Tom, and we look forward to uh, getting them done. Um, the other thing that's happening, which I won't spend much time on tonight, is that we are going to build also a corporate sales force that uh, will drive business into the divisions in addition to their own capabilities. And that's basically what we've learned is that uh, we can drive business. Uh, Tom is an outstanding um, sales exec, and um, he has you know, some help. Um, Ken Berenger, who is our VP of Business Development, is, um, happens to be an amazing, uh, you know, he's been a sales guy for, for so long, he's, he's forgotten more than what we've learned um, about sales. And also help us to train up the commercial salespeople, which I think is going to be a great use of his time. So that's, well, you'll be hearing more about that, but um, I'm still quite confident that our sales are going to continue to ramp up and that we will have some great results. All right. So 
with that said, we are going to go ahead and wrap this up. Remember that um, your number is 323-939-6645. Talk to Ken at extension 201, Devin at extension 116. That's 323-939-6645, extension 201 or 116. And if you're interested in talking to me about our offerings, et cetera, just simply talk to Devin and he'll make it happen. So thank you all. I really appreciate the, um, the time you spent and also your patience at the beginning of this call. I wish you all a wonderful 4th of July break and we're moving into the second half of the year, which I'm very excited about. I love our team. I think we are firing on all cylinders and I'm extremely happy to let you know that Origin Clear is the next great water company. Thank you all and good night. Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry, CEO of Origin Clear, and I'm inviting you to my briefing, Water is the New Gold, this Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Now, why do I say Water is the New Gold? Because there are major changes underway in the water industry, and you deserve to hear about this because early investing opportunities usually are not visible to the everyday consumer. Just think of Tesla. Ten years ago, it was a $30 stock. Today, it's well over $700. So this is vital information. I share it all with you. Please join me. I look forward to it.